0: Welcome to the first episode of the Other Four Horsemen podcast. My name is Justin Perkins, and I've got
1: Jeremy Patrick,
0: Uh,
2: Josh White, also known as no one of any known, you know,
0: Dirty White White Boy.
3: Yeah, we're close now. Dirty White Boy. And JoJo Craig.
0: Okay. Uh, Before we get started, I'm going to do a couple quick little ads. First Chain Reaction BJJ, um, they're in Hazard, Kentucky. Um, they s- accept adult children. Um, they've got classes Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. <laughs> Josh, I don't like this art. <laughs> don't, don't look me in the eye while I'm doing ad reads. Uh, you can find out everything you know, need to know about them at ChainReactionBJJ.com. Uh, Deathless Forge, you can find them on Deathless Forge on Facebook, and you can find them on Etsy. Uh, Zocca Blacksmith makes some pretty neat stuff. So get on and check them out. And Hot Rods Pizza. Uh, if they don't kick us out before we air this, um, they're in Hyman, Kentucky. Um, great food, great pizza. They let us come here and do this live here. Um, so check them out. Their number is And they run a lot of little deals and stuff, special little giveaways and stuff on Facebook. So check them out on Facebook. I had to look away from you in order to. And I can't listen to myself through the headphones while we do this. It's not going to work out. <laughs> <coughs> so, um, with this basically just excuse to hang out and uh do a podcast in that time frame and what time we're hanging out uh we'll discuss a lot of different stuff when we'll do the different podcasts, but I think we kind of settled on today, just uh talking about some old school wrestling um, so you know what we grew up on, probably eighties the nineties when did you Like, we'll blame this one on josh this is <coughs> we <laughs> we let him pick the first one so. Um, you're all older than me, but I believe you're the oldest.
4: That would be my yeah.
0: guess. Yeah, you're an old man. I'm the greatest, but you're the oldest. Yeah, so yeah, what what time frame, what area did you start watching wrestling most?
2: Well, I actually started about <clears throat> I'd say it's probably eighty four, eighty five. Uh my dad was a big wrestling fan. So, you know, I always watched with him, you know. Usually it was stuff on the USA network, you know, all American wrestling, you know, with Hulk Hogan and all those guys. <clears throat> There was also the, you know, Saturday night, 6.05 TV stuff, you know. You know, you had Georgia Championship Wrestling, you know, Carolina Mid-Atlantic stuff, you know. And that's pretty much what I cut my teeth on. And that's, you know, that's really what got me hooked to this day, really, you know.
0: So what did you come
2: in
1: on, Jeremy? Well, I'm just going to echo what Josh said. Um, I started watching wrestling probably 85 or 86, just somewhere around in there. Um, I can very – very vaguely remember the whole, you know, Piper Hogan feud in the mid '80s around WrestleMania One, Cindy Lawler, and all that stuff. But uh, my more vivid, conscious memories come late '80s, early '90s—the earthquake Hogan feud yes. and uh, you know, Ravishing recruit and Macho Man. You know, some of those classic feuds. I can remember when Sting uh, joined and then left the Four Horsemen. Oh, you know, oh, no.
0: they jumped him. Yes, yeah. they did, they did.
1: Like you're not a horseman. Was anymore. that
0: a Sting. Halloween yeah. hammock? I think I happened to Halloween Havoc, didn't I?
2: it? That was one of those. So I don't have. a don't have
0: a See, class of championship Halloween Havoc, I believe. That was. what about you, Joe? you I take me as nothing. a '90s guy. You come in.
3: Yeah, I come in like around the attitude area. You, know. so you got. You got I really late bloomer, shot. if you will. Yeah, I watched it earlier, but like I can't really remember most of it.
0: Well, I, I, st- I started WCW, and I don't I don't know why, but I guess it was so prevalent with TBS. There's so many. You know, I seen more stuff on TBS plus Clash of Champions was free, and um, I was a bi- surprisingly it was a big Sting mark at the time. I love Sting. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I wasn't crazy about Hogan, but as more of the shows popped up on USA, like I did start getting more into WWF. Probably by I'm like Joey though. By the time I really was into WWF was more in the attitude area. I like WWF for certain wrestlers throughout the late 80s and early 90s because I come in probably 87, 88. And, I mean, to me, Macho Man and, you know, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat's to the best workers ever. So, like, I like WWF for that. Like other than that, I'm a Rick Flair guy. Like, even when I was younger, I hated him, but I hated him more than everybody, and then I realized, well, <laughs> you know, I liked him that much, and so I've been a horseman <laughs> Flair guy forever, so I oh think yeah. that's how WCW it. And that's pretty
2: much a testament to how good of a worker he was. You, oh know, yeah. you know, you absolutely hate his guts, you know, you want to see somebody go out and just cream him, you know, beat the crap out of him, you know, take the belt off of him, you know, then you realize later, man, he was working us really hard. Yeah. And you're like, man, he's just great, you know. You I mean, love to hate
1: him.
0: Right, exactly. If you set, if you really sit and think about it, can you can you remember one title shot where Flair pinned a guy and won the title, firing square in the center of the ring? Actually, winning it, yes, winning, no, it. no cheating, no interference. No, no. I, the, the I, only I, real clean one
2: I can even think of was him and Terry Funk in uh, nineteen ninety. Uh, but you know, Flair's working face then though. Yeah. You know, you know, he he made Terry Funk quit, and True Funk's like, "If you make me quit, I'll shake your hand." <laughs> you know, <laughs> which is which is still one of the best matches I think I've ever watched. You know,
0: well, all his matches were good. You look at him and him and Dusty Rhodes. Like Dusty Rhodes don't get a lot of credit because now Dusty Rhodes, you know, he's one of them guys that like he could go with Flair. Mm-hmm. like he could. And I remember reading the magazines, and the magazines is one of those things that kind of it got me early on wrestling. I was like, well, "Hold on a minute." like i just seen them fight an hour Iron Man match, you know, on a Clash of the Champions, and then the magazine's got that they've done it 15 other times. Y'all. I didn't realize they were wrestling the same match every <laughs> night. Every. Right. But to go an hour, to no win, I mean, to you know, to to, to a draw every night for a month on the road, like, that'd be hard. That's crazy. And they would do it forever, you know. They, they would travel like that for months at a time. And, and I think that was the difference, too, is like at that time in – 80s coming in the 90s, like WCW was probably a little more believable. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there was not a, a dead dude walking around. Like, it wasn't yeah. <laughs> even as a kid. Right. Like, he it
1: was more it to reality real. based without yeah. a doubt. Well, there, there, were, there were a lot of characters and gimmicks in yeah. WWF at the time, and they took the reality approach in WCW without a doubt.
2: Exactly, yeah, that's what I was about to say too. You know, I mean, you have your superhero stuff with the WWF, you know, Hulk Hogan coming in, and fighting, saving the day, you know, saying your prayers, you know, take your vitamins, brother, you know, and all that. But then, you know, in um, the Carolinas, you know, you know, Georgia, you know, WCW in general, you know, they, it was work rates. Yeah. You know, those guys went out and, you know, they made you want to uh, see them either come, get their comeuppance against the heel or, you know, just – or whatever just from, you know, talent, you
0: know. Rick Flair made people mad too. Like yeah. that, was a, that was a real thing. Like you go back and look at that, like it's amazing at how upset people really got. <laughs> Every like, my mamma, my, <laughs> my mamma Manny would just sit and watch. Like, she would watch wrestling. And I remember being little and watching her watching. And she'd be like, oh, Lord, won't somebody call them and stop them? There has to be a number down at that <laughs> TV station. Won't somebody call me?" And, like, she got in. like she And, like, when they would have local shows around here, old-timers around here, they got pumped on. Like
3: it. it was a serious event to them. But the way I always seen wrestling, like, WCW was always, like, rated G or PG. And then you had – WWF says so PG-13 and then ECW was rated right R. Like, <laughs> you know, I mean cuss and everything goes kind of deal. And, and then he wanted to go and Young know, Vincent combined everything and I think he just ruined mm. wrestling as we knew it.
0: He he did but they stole that ECW formula. To to me, wrestling has lost a lot. And to me, like I contribute that to three three things. One, breaking kayfabe. When they broke mm. kayfabe and, and, and talked about things they shouldn't talk about. Like as even though you know it's not real, that did hurt wrestling. ECW, I loved ECW. You know, I mean, we used oh to get yeah. you know we <laughs> get together and watch those pay per views mm-hmm. and stuff like. That, I loved it, but EC hardcore wrestling killed wrestling because it was hard to go back to a regular match. Real fans eventually could, but I think the general public had a hard time going back to a regular match. Mm-hmm. And then Stone Cold, like I love Stone Cold. I think he's one of the best character ever. Yeah. But he killed wrestling because. like i'm not saying he killed it but he definitely changed what it had to be because they're up until stone cold with the exception they done it a little bit before stone cold got big they did a little bit with Bret Hart with the whole canada america thing but to have a heel or or really to have a baby face that was a bad guy or a bad per, like that's that was that was unique new that was unique you know you didn't
3: see anti-hero yeah pretty much yeah
0: I think that's like it become the most popular model but it definitely that that changed things completely. Well, we could
3: all relate to stone cold as we got older anyway i mean you know who wouldn't want to stick it to their boss you know right. i can't
0: he's got money and he's in shape and he's bi, i can't relate to it <laughs> i'm more like i maybe gold dust you know <laughs> I'm a <all> weirdo. <laughs> 'Cause I like to gold <laughs> not or, or, M- or Mick Foley.
3: I'm, I'm a Mick Foley guy. you remember when Mike, Mick Foley come to the library down there and signed autographs? Yes, I was in line for just, that. Just a couple that. years ago, yeah. You know they told him he was gonna be there like a couple of hours, and he sat there the whole time. Like by the time, by the end of the day, he was just like so tired he couldn't hold his head up, <laughs> and he was still signing autographs. He wouldn't leave until the last person. Got their autograph. Yeah, he's a
1: heck of a guy, man.
3: Man, me, I mean, that's just amazing to me.
1: Well, f- a friend of mine, Tim Hudson, he's a somewhat of a local photographer. He's worked with us at the trail ride and so forth. And uh, he gave Mick Foley an autism awareness bracelet because one of his relatives has Asperger's syndrome. And he kept that bracelet, and forever and ever you could see him on TV wearing that bracelet. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, that says a lot about his character and, you know, sense of dignity, I think. He, he's good a guy, real good guy. He's
0: a down to earth guy. Like, he was that guy that, you know, retired with money because you don't hear that much. Like, you hear about, you know, guys like Luger and stuff that retired with nothing and had to. But, you know, he's sleeping on people's couches and saving money. Like, he was sleeping on fans' couches when he was, from what I hear, when he was, you know, the champion, when he was a world champion. Mm-hmm. Do, do you remember the night he won the title?
2: Oh, against. Um yeah, The Rock when Stone Cold and came out. And, and
0: that that probably was the nail in the coffin for WCW.
2: Well, it was, because you remember, you know, on the other channel, you know, they, you know, Eric Bischoff told Tony Schiavone to say on the air, you know, he said, you know, on the other channel, a guy who used to wrestle here is Cactus Jack is going to win the world title.
1: I remember That'll that. will really put butts, that's that's put butts in the seats. In the <laughs> the I seats, remember you know? that very, very plainly. And then everybody <laughs>
2: at, the, at the same time, like, oh, my God, you know, Foley's going to win. Change the channel. Yeah,
1: and before then, I don't remember them ever uh, even acknowledging one another. and Just all at once, Tony Schiavone's like, hey, over on WWF, this is going to (laughs) happen. I remember just my mouth being agape. I was like, he did not just do that. (laughs) But he did. They did stuff like that in the early days of Nitro,
2: because, you know, when it was live.
0: (coughs) And they were recording, and I didn't realize that. And they would say, you know,
2: here's what's going to happen. You know, Vader's going to beat two Cold Scorpio uh, Shawn Michaels will beat Sid with a super kick, blah, 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 this, that, you know. This was like in the early days when they were trying to steal views from uh, Vince, But they would kind of gotten away from that for a while, it seems like. You know, and just kind of because they have got the hot hand and they just, you know, we don't need to put this right. anymore. We, we're we on top, you know, guys. You know, NWO and all that. And then you know, that tide started to turn when the attitude area started, you know. And then people started identifying more with guys like The Rock and Stone Cold and Gold Dust, I suppose. <laughs> Don't <laughs> oh, even look at me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just saying, I'm closer to a goat dust than a, a stone
0: coach Steve Austin. I mean. Probably much closer to a Mick Foley than that. But
2: now Foley, he was, you know, I think people identify with Foley, you know, because he's one of us. He, he I, I really mean, is. He, he was he's a guy a, who had a dream, you know. He's like, hey, I want to be a wrestler, you know. Didn't really have the natural, you know, talent somebody like Flyer or Steamboat had, you know. But he had, you know, the, you know, the wheel or to still term the intestinal fortitude (laughs) to go out, you know, and just, you know, make those long drives, you know, in the snow in a Ford Fairmont, you know, you know, sleep on couches, eat peanut butter, you know, as a meal every day, you know, must all went to his size, I don't know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I can remember when he like even the Cactus Jack days, like he was not like what they called wwf body like he didn't have the the luger body but he was definitely in shape cuz like you know he went harder back then to me that was his heyday like he got his you know he, he got the respect he deserved and stuff later on wwe but those cactus jack the, the the feud was staying and the stuff with vader mm-hmm. back in wcw to me or the the stuff with funk like you know even the ecw stuff to me like that's that's when he really shined like, I don't think he got enough credit for being as good as he actually was. You right. know, like he wasn't, a, you know, a mat wrestler, but he still, you know, he had a lot of talent. He told a really
2: good story. Oh yeah, you know. See, that's one of the misconceptions I think about wrestling. You know, some people say to have a five star match, you have to have one of these mat classics. You know, you know, flips and twists. You know, you know, all kinds of technical chain wrestling. But no, the best matches always tell a story. You know, I mean, you look at WrestleMania three, Hogan and Andre. I mean, that's one of the best – it's considered one of the best matches ever. Right. And those guys didn't do anything in the ring. They didn't put on, a sh- you know, this big, you know, you know, moonsaults and, you know, chain wrestling and arm drags and all that. They told a story. But it
0: told yeah. a good story. And, t- and people will still say, well, you know, he slammed Andre. You all know, but could Andre had been slammed 500 times before yeah. that. But you don't remember that. No. You remember that because it told such a good story. Right. Like, it was, you know, it was an amazing story. And, and, and you I'll see. give – Hogan's had a lot of those moments. I'll give you that. I'm not completely anti-Hogan. No, I mean Hogan had his place.
3: He, but he was a story-telling wrestler. I mean, but they did him wrong. No matter <laughs> what you say, they did him wrong.
0: You mean with this last thing when they took yes. him out? Yeah, that was ridiculous.
3: then bring him back when Mean Gene does, and I'm like, They're I bringing back because they can no. make money off of him again.
0: That's what yeah. bothers me. Is if if you were going to kick him out, like just kick him out and, and leave him out, like stand by it, you, because they don't stand by anything. That's like you don't ever hear Was it '04 that Benoit won the uh, Royal Rumble?
3: What? it's like so. the when we releasing iron man
0: yeah. there's you couldn't pay them to talk about that oh, there's no Lord. way and like i mean that's a tragedy what happened to his wife and his you know mm-hmm. but who's to say that he wasn't equally as mentally ill but either way like that's a separate instance like i'm not mm-hmm. saying glorify the guy but like it's 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 a it's a show about fake athletic competition you, mm-hmm. c- you can recognize these things and take the time to separate them from other stuff. And with Hogan, it was just, oh, here, he said something that we don't agree with. Let's get rid of him until everybody forgets about it and everybody has. And then now we'll bring him back and milk him for more money.
3: Well, he took him out of the Hall of Fame and everything. I mean, they like, he never existed to him, Right. And there's a video where Vince McMahon calls John Cena the same word that yep. Hogan used. Oh, yeah. And well, nothing was
0: said. It, he owns the company. And you can, you yeah, get that's what I'm that saying.
3: Owns like they like he, never, he was what made Vince a man, Vince a man, in my opinion. You know, love him or hate him, he still put in a lot of footwork for Vince. Oh, he made d- him rich. He definitely built the
0: company. There's, there's no doubt about it. He built the company. That company's built off his back. Oh, yeah. There's no, I mean, you know, you imagine what AWA could have been possibly if they'd had the TV deal and not lost Hogan, which I'm sure, I don't know, it'd been hard to stop McMahon. I don't, I don't think you could have stopped McMahon regardless. I just I don't think that's possible, you yeah. know. Because at, at one point in time, for it was over, I think, and I love Kurt I think Mr. Perfect was an amazing wrestler, one yes. of my favorites. But him as your world champion in AWA, and then you've got Hogan, and, uh, you know, it, it's they couldn't compete. Mm-hmm. There's no way. No.
2: And really the only thing they could have did to compete, guys like Vern Gagne and things like that, was to, you know – like the old uh, you know, tall tales that you know send somebody out to shoot on him, break his leg before the match or break <laughs> his arm.
0: <laughs> well they sent they sent he swears. I mean if you read if you listen to uh, The Sheik swears that they sent him to break Hogan's leg before and, and look, if anybody could have done it, the Sheik probably could have done it humble. Oh, humble yeah, yeah, you. <laughs> he could, he could probably have done it, but you know, it for them to wanna go to that plus you got Ganya and his son or champion or tag team champion mm-hmm. the other day. Like, you can't do that. Like, look at Ganya's son. I'm never going to be a world champion for a reason. Like, you can't convince anybody, especially back then when people still believe it's real. You're not going to convince them I'm a champion material. You're not going to convince me Vern Ganya's son could have been a world champion either. No, like, absolutely not. not,
2: you know.
0: That would be just as believable a shame of man being a world champion right now. <laughs> I He's mean, got the he, 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 I mean. has, he has he the best elbow in the business. <laughs> Tell me, other than the macho man, he is the best elbow in the business. I may not be able to say anything else about his abilities, but you go back and look at—he does elbow drop off anything. He's the best elbow in the business. He he might can elbow, but he can't work a punch to save his life. <laughs> if you notice, <laughs> he
2: be like—he's
0: horrible be like this, <laughs> you know. You save, you save him for the elbow. McMahon surprised me because, you know, that's that was the thing that turned around the ratings definitely in that Monday night war was McMahon versus Austin. Mm-hmm. And Joey said, everybody wants to fight their boss and you know, it just took off. It was like wildfire and McMahon did a good job. He never put himself over really though. If you really go back and look, he had to fight the whole corporation or he had to fight this guy or what was it? Um, St. Valentine's day massacre when he, he originally fought, mcmahon wasn't that when paul white up when the big show showed up mm-hmm, you know yeah. so it was always something he never really put himself over to the extent of like i didn't even see it but i heard the other day um his son won some big wrestling tournament overseas <laughs> dubai or something <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah yeah that was a big
2: big to do really there they have this whole like eight man tournament or whatever and it gets down to the finals and he puts himself in and
0: the Where's the payoff to that? Like, that's, the there's, there's that's like Brock Lesnar being champion. Where's the payoff to that?
2: Yeah, there wasn't one. And they end up just kind of forgetting about it. They said it was like a seed for a heel turn or something like that. But then, you know, you know a few months back, what was it? They said, we're starting to listen to our audience now, you know. And then that kind of changed everything.
3: They're not listening to me because no. I don't <laughs> watch anything.
2: They haven't listened to me in a long time.
3: So, so do you all still watch wrestling? No. I just
2: can't. I read results. I, I really can't. See, and that's the sad thing about it because if you look at the roster right now, I mean, top to bottom, it's probably the most talented roster they've ever had, you know, since maybe the late 80s with Hogan and Jake and Honky Tonk Man and guys like that. It's absolute talent, but they can't use them.
3: It's they'll a riding. They'll it's take two or guys creation.
2: and use those guys, push those to the moon, and everybody else is, you know.
3: Well, my in-laws watch it, and I get stuck watching it sometimes, and it's like, man, it's just so – I mean, I know it's always been fake, but it's unbelievable. It's not entertaining either. It's like Power it's Ranger not. fake. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, the punches don't they come don't, nowhere they don't as near hitting and they you know it's just crazy the way that they've changed it so much over the years. Yeah. But um, society's changed too, so
0: it has, but like the the, the creative isn't there. Like any one of us 17, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen year old would probably have done what everybody before us done. You know, at least the people right before us a lot of people do transition out of wrestling at that point and it when when I was sixteen year old everybody was transitioning into it because it was the best written error from both sides. Mm-hmm. It, WCW has to get credit for starting it. When Scott Hall showed up on WCW Wrestling, mm-hmm. that, like I had been out for a while because they had slowly been kind of writing Flair floor out. They had, and and they didn't really want him. He'd done been to WWF and come back. And when, when Hall showed up, like, it got interesting. And, you know, right. it even led to a lawsuit. But the whole – You know who I am, but you don't know why. I mean, that whole thing like that, you know, that. And then you take that and go to the extreme of WWF having DX and and Austin and stuff doing and saying things that a 16-year-old kid would do and say. Like, it was entertaining. It was always funny. The Rock was always funny. WCW lacked that. If they'd have had more on – if they'd give Chris Jericho the microphone ten times more than they did, (laughs) they could have competed on the – on the comical side Mm -hmm. but they didn't have that they for what i give them credit for when we first started talking about being more realistic and being more reality based they tried to keep that through the 90s and it did work to a degree but not as much as the wwf just went just say what you want to say i mean just look at some of the things they did say yeah how many times do we get
3: in trouble for doing the dx circuit you know (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) a lot
0: and i mean those high school
2: teachers are not like that yeah
0: It was an eighty-year-old woman luck. gave birth to a hand? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like that was you,
2: stupid. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, it was. It like, wasn't their shining moment. It was do whatever
0: you want to do. <laughs> yeah, and you can see if you if you really go back and watch, like if you read much at all about Vince Russo, you can see when Vince Russo came in. From the magazine and started actually writing, and he did help it. Like he changed it a lot. He it. but you can see when he goes out, you can see when he come into WCW, like the Jarrett thing when Jarrett laid down for Hogan, which mm-hmm. at the time I was I was a fan of. I was like, you know, Hogan's crying about not being champion, lay down for him. But it, that's that's one of the first real times that they broke kayfabe. That's the only, that's the only time i would ever seen it broke for the most part on WCW, you know. And that probably it was a nail really in the coffin. That was a problem
2: with Vince Russo because he did it a few too many times.
0: Yeah, you know, you have that little shocking moment,
2: like, is this real? Is this fantasy? Or is this actually going on? Then, but then Russo kept doing it over and over and over. It's a swerve. It's <laughs> swerve. Yeah, pretty it's much. A swerve,
0: bro. It's a swerve. That's his. Uh, that was his principle for <laughs> well doing it. Well, stop everything. swerving and go straight for a few minutes, please. <laughs> <Yeah>. You know. <laughs> but I, to me, I, I honestly think, regardless of how, like. I'm a big AJ Styles fan. I do like AJ Styles. I mm-hmm. liked him in TNA. And I thought TNA honestly had a chance. When they had everybody that's top guy, they done the WCW thing. WCW took all of WWF's older talent, got everybody they could get, and took newer guys. And WWF took newer guys and built a new roster. Right. TNA had new guys. They mm-hmm. had Samoa Joe. They had AJ Styles. They had right. new guys, new roster, and they were building that up. And, you know, next thing you know, it's – they start bringing in Hogan and yeah. Bishoff and older guys. And, and somehow the Nasty he, Boy
2: snuck in there somehow. I don't get <laughs> that think, still. I,
0: I believe D.B. DV, was, DvIc was there at one point in time. He I may believe. have been. Yeah. I know Flyer was because I started watching since they brought Flyer on. Like You know, and Flyer and Jay Lethal were worth watching. It was hilarious. And then <laughs> you would come out with this big, you know, which Bully Ray didn't do bad. But they, they come out with all the older guys. And WWE, WWF did the exact opposite or WWE, whatever you call them now. They they went in and took all those new guys that TNA should have been building a foundation off mm-hmm. of, like AJ South, and took them and made them the biggest guys in the world. And then I don't know, is TNA still in business? Well, they're impact now, and I think they're just barely in business. But
2: the, but the sad thing about that is, from everything I've read online, like I haven't watched it myself, but the shows have actually improved in quality, you know. It isn't the crap fest that it usually used to be, I guess you'd say, I mean, it's actually a decent wrestling show, but now nobody watches.
0: It's just too late. Yeah,
2: I mean, yeah. It, they, they killed it off a long time ago. Would,
0: it wasn't completely their fault, but it well, this wasn't really their fault. The last match I watched on there was Steam Hardy. Oh, that was awesome. And that was like that was one of the things bummed you out. Like he see, was, I, I, he to was, this was blown thing, away.
2: I don't see why they brought Hardy out to the ring that night. You know, he was absolutely blown out of his mind. On, so why would you put somebody in danger like that? Who, who, I who, was, who was in charge there? Why couldn't they send two other guys out to beat up Sting and say, hey, this is going to be a two-on-one match now, brother. You know, I, come on, put up your dukes.
0: I don't know. He was a horrible choice. Because he, he was that's as blistered as I've ever seen a human being in my yeah. life.
2: That's I crazy. Mean, by now, far. Now, if anybody's out there listening, you know, if you go back and watch it on YouTube, watch real closely, you know. Because, you know, as Sting's coming in the ring, you can see Brian Hebner, the referee. He's so on the X. You know, the injury X, like signaling to the back something's bad wrong, you know. Right. So, at that point, you think they would just sent – I don't remember who was actually in the company at that moment, but you couldn't send somebody out like Kevin Ash to boot sting and say, I'm taking this match, man, you know, come on.
0: That was – might have been right before, right at – might have been right, right at the time of the Bruce Pritchard point in time, the brother mm. love. Because he was like their – yeah, he left from W – he got fired for supposedly having the gun, WWF, and – and then went there and ran the show there so my understood or tried to like uh, I've, I've heard a lot from him that dixie was hard to kind of deal with not not in a mean way just she's got yeah. plenty of money and she does what she wanted to do she made her own action figure <laughs> <laughs> well, <okay. laughs> yeah. I mean, you know i would do that if i had plenty of money but i'm also not the type of person that you put running a multi-million dollar corporation you know i can't run my own household you know my wife
3: does that you know going back to what you said well like oh you only know, set the bar too high and i was thinking about you know like goldberg i said you know when he loses his first match he'll never win another match after that it was pretty much true and then you had undertaker who would come back once a year for wrestlemania or whatever and he wasn't even able to walk out to the ring and they were still letting him win matches and it's like Dude, Th- the they reason he had all that fogs because he was using a walker. <laughs> on the they should
0: have stopped with the, with Undertaker. The reason being is they let uh, Brock Lesnar take a streak. What did that do? Like it didn't. It killed the Undertaker, and it, 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 didn't, it didn't help Brock. Brock no. Lesnar didn't need any help. That dude is—he's a cat. He's got nine lives. He quits to play football, which, for the record, if anybody remembers, he was horrible at and didn't even make it past the practice. Time, right. But quits to play for the Minnesota Vikings, and like a normal person can't do that, but he did that. And then he quits to go be a fighter, which is backfired for Bobby Lashley, backfired for most guys, and he wins the title. Yeah. And then now he just—I don't—he's he's still champion, isn't? Yeah. Kind of shows he still up when is. he wants.
2: You know, the rumor is that he'll lose it to Rollins at Mania, but, you know, we'll see. You know, we've we've said, you know, Brock's going to lose at Mania all these time, times before.
0: Well, and Braun Strowman is a monster. Why didn't he lose to Braun Strowman? Like, you you got to have a monster beat the monster. Now Braun Strowman's a joke. I see,
2: see, that's that kind of goes back to the whole old school thing of it, you know. Rick Floyd always said, if, to beat the, to be the man, you got to beat the man. So have, you know, Brock put somebody over, man, like Strowman or somebody like that, because if he beats Brock – Man, he's already old right there. Like, this guy just beat Brock Lesnar, man.
0: A- according to his reputation, he, he doesn't have a problem with that. He's put guys over in the past. He put Cena over. Like, he doesn't seem to have a problem with that. So the problem has to be McMahon. It, I mean, it's it, a golden goose, and they don't want to kill it, I guess. That's the only thing I can figure out. Because it doesn't make any sense. It's it's illogical. It, it's not. Well, yeah, you know. uh, that's probably about it. But if you look
2: at it real close, I mean, let's say Rollins does beat Lesnar at Mania. Is Lesnar automatically trash in our eyes? No. No, he's still the a beast monster. Got beat one Goldberg night. beat him. Yeah,
0: Goldberg's a 60-year-old announcer <laughs> <laughs> that was a failed football player and no longer – I mean, he's never even fought him. And Mike comes in, and i actually seen that match. That's one of the few matches I've watched over the years. And what that last, two minutes? Yeah, it wasn't comes that long. comes in, spears him, pins him, and Lesnar's laughing before and after the match. Laughs, ha-ha-ha. <laughs, laughs> they yeah. go back, and then they come back and collect money, and Lesnar ends up with the belt again. Like, Lesnar don't seem to care. He just wants paid. And, like, I, I, I don't have a problem. I actually like that. He just wants pay, but he gets a lot of hate because of the way he, they handle him. But now that's like with Roman Reigns. Like I don't know a lot about Roman Reigns other than – because, like I said, I don't really watch him more. But I do know enough from, you know, way people talk. is They were trying to force Roman Reigns down people's throat. And, and, and yeah. McMahon is bad for that. Mm-hmm. And everybody was having a very bad reaction to it. And mm-hmm. now he's sick, you know. Like, he's obviously mm-hmm. not coming back probably anytime soon, if at all. Yeah, probably not.
2: That's, that's pretty much what happened, you know, because when The Shield first debuted, you know, in WWE, I mean, everybody was like, you know, these guys, you know, they're incredible, you know, and they'd all do their thing in the ring, you know, Roman would wanted to go out and do that little kick, run him down the, uh, beside the ring and then jump up and kick the guy on the apron in the head. Like, man, that's an incredible spot. That's awesome, you know. But then they broke him up and put him singles. Then you kind of see, like, Roman, might hmm, not be as great in the ring as we thought he was, you know, because he's not, he's not got the guys behind him. To hide all of his uh, weaknesses anymore.
1: Right. But he
2: he did gradually improve in the ring, but by that point Vince was pushing him so hard like this is our guy, you know. Look at you know, wonderful Roman Reigns, he's beating everybody, you know, and everybody's like, God, it's freaking off already, you
0: know. They they break guys up too quick too. Like they those facts like you look how long the horsemen were together and they went through some bad versions of the <laughs> horsemen. Like I try to <laughs> ignore the Mongo McMichael's <laughs> version
1: and stuff like that. Mongo gets no love. And, and to me like Mongo lot, better than Paul Roma. <laughs> a a <laughs> lot serious. of people
0: not the Benoit Malenko, but to me those guys I like were classic. horsemen. But they took they stayed together long enough through all which they are a little different. I mean they had a lot of longevity but you know, Wyndham was big before he joined, but it helped Wyndham. It gave him a push. Mm-hmm. That helped Sting It gave him a push. You know, Tully and, and Arm were able to leave the company and go somewhere as a top-paid tag team for Tully got busted for Coke. Right. And, you know, like, it helped those guys. And with DX, I don't think Triple H is where, even if he is sleeping with the boss's daughter, he's not where he is now without being in DX. But DX lasted long enough. The NWO lasted too long. Everybody in the company was in the NWO. Yeah. They had to sign I think I was in screen. the NWO at one point. <laughs> they one. had a referee in the NWO. <laughs> <laughs> was Norman Smiley ever in the NWO? That might be the he only guy. He should have been. He might have been the one guy that wasn't. I've he <laughs> might have. It was, it was Him Norman and Ralphus. I think, were it. <laughs> and DDP DDP, DDP. DDP never went. So. It was just the, the yoga guy and Norman Smiley. That's. They <laughs> didn't like it. But, but you, know, you know, we've
2: been talking a lot about that, like uh, stables and stuff. And we were kind of talking about this in chat the other day. You know, one stable that really doesn't get as much love, you know, is the Dangerous Lions.
0: Oh, that's because they got the best manager of all time, yeah. Paul I, mean, if
2: you, I mean, if you sit and wrote down everything on a piece of paper, Joe would love this because I don't think he remembers the Dangerous Lions. But, you know, no. the, your lead guy was Rick Rude, you know, who in at the time of WCW was just their biggest heel. You know, everybody absolutely just white-hot heat hated Rick Rude.
0: He he would put, dude, like, if he was feuding with you, like, he would put your wife's face on, on his, his crotch and his <laughs> pants <laughs> yeah. and come out and do it, and that's, that's, everybody
3: <laughs> hated,
2: I mean. The
3: ravishing <laughs> one. I remember him. I just don't remember the dangerous But you lines. put that in, like, a yeah. southern
2: audience, you know. You know oh, yeah. You know, they, they really hated that. Then, you know, then you had Steve Austin, you who ended up, you know, at the time was probably one of the top five workers in the country. Steve say. was
0: awesome. I mean, he was he just as good as, look. When they would let him talk, he was good. McMahon's one had a problem letting him talk.
2: Right. I mean, he could wrestle. I mean, he'd actually wrestle and actually have great matches and stuff. And then, let's see who else. You had Bobby Eaton, you know. Beautiful Probably one of the most underrated workers ever, you know. Best tag team worker ever, probably, you know. And I, I can say that, you know, and stand on, you know, Road Warrior Hawk's coffee table and say the same thing. You know, <laughs> Bobby Eaton's probably the best tag team worker <laughs> ever. No doubt. Yeah. And,
0: uh,
2: and then, what, Larry Z? Was that a guy? Larry Zabisco? Larry Zabisco.
1: Yep. The
0: living legend. And
2: I feel like I'm forgetting somebody, and I'm feeling horrible for it.
0: Yeah. Rude, Bruce.
2: Rude. Rude uh, Austin. Zabisco. Eaton. Arn Anderson. Arn Anderson. God forgive me, Arn Anderson. He to was there, was
0: he? was. That was yeah. one one point. That was when, f- when he was there, Flyer was – on his way to WWF. And yeah, he he, had, he, he just went with the big dog.
2: Yeah, in the fall he of 91, he went on to WWF uh, for about a year and a half. And
3: Didn't NWO do a skill one time on Norman Anderson? <laughs> <laughs> Make a phone for Ben Alcock. It yeah. Was, yeah. it was. Kevin Nash come out with a pillow under his shirt and a six-pack of beer. <laughs> yeah.
2: You can have a moth spot, brother. Not my dog spot, not my liver spot. My <laughs> do you spot.
0: Know, well, that's because they they, they wasted a the storyline. He comes out and gives. It was perfect. Yeah. Come out and give anyway. perfect his spot, this big thing that old school wrestling fans would have loved. He gives him his spot, and then they just waste it. The writing's just thought I forget what, a couple of days later, he turned on or something like that. Yeah, but th- the impression it. was pr- that I- if they would have done more of that, because DX was doing it, and DX was doing it wonderfully, Stone Cold was doing it in ECW amazingly. He would do the whole thing, and you know. Talk about Vince and talk about Ted Turner and stuff like it was good. And you WCW needed that. Like they they mm-hmm. needed some comic relief because they had none. Because the DX skits were the when and it, now they there's no way this ever happened. But do you remember when DX come out and was it um, Owen that had blackface?
3: I mean, oh, uh, not the, the the
0: nation come out and they ca- they came out as the nation. Yeah, it was Waltman had Waltman the, had Ma- the blackface. Ma- Ma- Mark Henry. The <laughs> <laughs> The dude that <laughs> does all the impressions, the little kid that done all the impressions was uh, playing Owen Hart. Uh, Jason Sensation. That yes. Yeah. yes. But they come out in, awesome. in blackface. Like. Can you imagine that now? Ted no. Danson's the only dude in the world that can successfully do blackface and it not be bad. No, if Yet. somebody ever finds out today that he did that back then, he will be, you know, dead guy. Yeah,
3: they would, they would shut <laughs> down the whole network. What well, no. this happened
0: in
2: 1997?
0: <laughs> what? It, <laughs> you don't have to worry about that because we're on like a – you're literally on like a five-minute cycle right now. If it didn't have five, <laughs> happen five minutes ago, it's hard. If it happened five minutes ago and it goes viral, that's one thing.
3: But like – Unless he ever tries to do like – congress stuff, you know, you know get elected for well, yeah. something, so they bring right. it. Don't ever
0: run for congress, dude, <laughs>
2: <laughs> they'll see that, and
0: it'll be a big to-do. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not getting off the <laughs> of that.
3: Right well, I mean, like <laughs> Will Sasso did, like, the best Stone Cold impression ever. And, like, you know, he'd come out there with Stone Cold, and at first, you know, they was like, sharing a beer together, and you're like, oh, Stone Cold loved it. You know, then, of course, he had to stun him, but, yeah, you know, that, those were some of the greatest skits, and... Oh, wrestling history! I think I,
0: the the one that like I didn't realize it while I was watching him, but if you go back and watch it now, Kurt Angle is funniest crap, and, <laughs> and Kurt Angle with Edge and Christian is hilarious. But Kurt Angle with the milk truck, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's side. great. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was pretty awesome. The milk truck was was a pretty, good, that
3: was a pretty <laughs> good. I just wanted to be with the writers for WWE, just you know, during the Stone Cold era. we like, what can we put him in today? Whose car can we destroy or whatever? Yeah. Because, like, what, Zambonis, like, you know, cement trucks. The, he drove the, with all the, the beer trucks. Monster trucks. Truck. Monster trucks. I mean, like, he did it all. And the Blood Mobile. Yes. When he, I, think, I <laughs> think they
1: were in Kentucky, weren't they, when they <laughs> <laughs> did that? Yeah, I,
2: I kind of think he had some kind of deal with Tim Short or something. <laughs> yeah. right? he just turned up <laughs> just like everybody cars. else. We <laughs> <laughs> We left him.
0: That was a free yes. mention Next time, it cost you. Yeah. <laughs> say your name. <laughs> Send the check. Payable <laughs> and unless nobody listens, then we'll do it for free. <laughs> they
3: a got, couple they payments off a, my truck or something. <laughs> <you know>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they definitely had a had a vehicle fixation with it. but he was hurt. He was a hurt. Mo- like that's something I really didn't realize until you know just reading some stuff and watching some the behind- Like he was hurt ninety percent of his run. If they had got him. Two, three years before that, when he was still somewhat healthy, I mean, Owen Hart with the pile driver, you know. And I've heard it both ways, but I think Austin's still pretty firm that he told him not to do the sit out power bomb, yeah, or not the you know legs out and 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 him basically breaking his neck right there. That that killed that run. Like it hadn't even got started yet. So the whole time they were just trying to keep him from getting. He couldn't wrestle. So he had to run over something. He made it to be the biggest wrestler in the world, and, and 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 very seldom do I take up for Hogan. I'm gonna take up for Hogan here. They say Austin's the best seller of all time, merchandise wise, but that was during the internet age. Mm-hmm. Like Hogan's very close without the internet age. Mm-hmm. So in the internet age, I think Hogan would squash him. that was a l- that was a level of famous that I don't think any wrestler ever gonna reach again, but. you know, he made it to that level and be that big, hurt and stayed hurt. Like, he he never really recovered completely.
3: Yeah, I watched one of them autobiographies of him, and he was talking about wrestling, how he got hurt, and his knees were shot and everything. And at the end of it, it broke my heart because he was like, you know, I can't imagine waking up tomorrow and not being able to wrestle. And, like, you know, if you notice after he quit wrestling, he still hung on to the wrestling, you know, just – and what the manager, or the owner, or whatever they oh, they, they yeah. made him, they tried to put him with a little bit of everything.
0: They didn't have a whole lot of choice because his name was still so hot. Like they brought him in for everything <laughs> they could, yeah. you know, and it worked. Every it time. did. It, it worked every t- every single time, and it would now. Look, if if I go home and I hear Austin's going to be on Raw tomorrow night, i'm gonna watch raw for the oh first yeah. time i don't know how long <laughs> like, i don't even have cable i would get cable <laughs> I, I was Still watching all those shows
3: something. he you know he hosted too you know whether there's one where they was on that island or whatever and they had do yes. all them things i watched it i'm watching the rocks new whatever it is too titan I, i've, I've not
0: something. seen it yet i've heard about it
3: it's actually good it's on hulu i don't have cable either but it's on hulu well,
0: that's me i'm i'm a i'm a I either stick with Netflix, Hulu, or Tubi,
1: because Tubi's free. But they call him TV.
3: DJ now, and it just it drives me crazy. DJ? Yes, Dwayne Johnson. No, no. <laughs> they call him DJ? Yes. Like on Full I, House? Yes, every time I hear that's what I'm thinking, DJ on Full House. How or okay, Roseanne, do you I DJ? He's like, oh, the people's that eyebrow, and I'm like, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no.
1: Does he say, oh, my Atlanta? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gee. I wanna put the microphone down now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. That's it. So you get for the day. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I even give you some applause for that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> small little laugh track. Congratulations.
4: It's <laughs> as, as
0: advanced as we got. We got some we got some clapping and we got a small laugh track. And, and the greatest intro music ever. When Tim shortcuts us that check, we can get better. Yep. Right. Yeah, Tim, if you yeah, want to send a check, do. like we, gotcha. got, we definitely need an upgrade. <laughs> if this is even recording, we are <laughs> good to be wasting our time. It's gonna be here, forty-two minutes wasted at this point. If before us <laughs> some guy washing dishes is on one server. Well, I've said we sit and messed with it before we got started, and. You know, the more I thought it's like I said, if we don't mess up the first time so people can listen to it and tell us what all we did wrong and what we need to fix, then <laughs> it it wouldn't be it wouldn't be worthwhile. It'll probably sound horrible. But the next one will sound better. I'll figure out what we did wrong. <laughs>
1: Oh, we're having a good time, and that's what it's all about. Yeah, it's, oh an excuse, yeah. like I said,
0: it's an excuse to hang out.
1: And could you imagine if we would have tried doing something like this when we were in high school, like 22, 23 years ago? <laughs> we would have had cassette tape recorders with dial-up internet. You know. <laughs> and well, Joe, hang on, I've only got 20 hours left right. on America Online.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hang on, let me see if I can get this
0: uploaded. Joey and myself would stand a good chance at prosecution. I believe, yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> Joey and myself would not be able I to <laughs> restrain ourselves. Yeah. I, I did not need you to, like... Kids today, like I do a lot. I've got a YouTube channel yeah. and I, I use it a lot, especially like to help with my books and stuff. But if I'd had that at 16, I, I probably would not have the wonderful life that I have today. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> I would have said and done things that did not need <laughs> to be on YouTube. So these kids can have that. I'm tickled I got it now, but I did not. I'm glad we didn't.
1: Oh, could you imagine? No, oh, I'd I'd
3: still be in trouble. Uh, just, uh, I uh, know I would. You would <laughs> <laughs> I'm just <laughs> super glad they got rid of Geo
2: Cities and stuff, you know, <laughs> because if that ever came up some mm. of the stuff I put on my Geo Cities page.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> you better hope this never gets famous. It never does. This never gets <laughs> yeah. popular. Somebody's looking. It's, like it's Josh, Josh White. Geocities. W-H-I-T-E. You can hey still K- bring A. that up. That's what, what? what you can. Hey, don't, don't tell, t- give them any hints. <laughs> this dude knows his ICQ number still. i
1: found out how to find, like, the Geo graveyard online or oh something God. like that. And if you know how to do it, you can bring up pictures and texts from specific geocds and X-Page oh websites and stuff, it's insane. I'm
0: still trying to figure out how to work MySpace because my band <laughs> had a MySpace page <laughs> and the only videos okay. we got of us playing are on there and I can't get them, I can't download them I can't listen to them, you can't watch them <laughs> I've tried that and tried that <laughs> God. Oh, no. <laughs> well, I sorry, I just got a message from ICQ. <laughs> well, I had mentioned that you, we had talked about that several times in the past, and I downloaded it messed with it and stuff. And then you said you still remembered, like, your ID number or whatever from yeah. ICQ? I still remember the number, but I couldn't tell you the password.
1: Or if it even works, both, because I, I typed them in so
3: much. Wow. I can't remember neither one of them. Apparently, five five I broke mine six down six a lot because I
0: didn't I didn't even remember having to type it in. So, apparently, like, I just started. That's how me and my wife, like, started talking. We started talking on ICU. And then after that, like, I don't know if I ever used it again. <coughs> <laughs> I used it a ton. No, and I, but yeah. I, didn't have, like, I didn't have internet, like, for most of high school. Like, my we had it, but it wasn't very good internet. And, like, I just didn't use it. I was yeah. one of them weird outside
3: I, kids. No, I, I, I used it, but it wasn't for... Good things.
1: It, was I I it. <laughs> it wasn't for yeah, it wasn't for my ICQ. mom didn't have internet at her house until I was well into college. I'm gonna say two thousand two, maybe two thousand three. Like I was one of those kids in the nineties that did not have the internet and I think a lot of them back then didn't. There I remember maybe four or five people talking about the internet, quote yeah. unquote. And nobody else knew what they were talking about.
0: Were well, you talking about missing the boat. I, I yeah. was I was I'd say probably I guess I graduated grade school in 96, so in about 93, my grandpa got me a Packard Bell 750 Legend, whatever, brand new. He bought it in one of his pallets. You know, he used to have a store and sold all this stuff. And here's this computer there. And he's like, I don't know what that thing is, but it's, you know, in the way of my other stuff. <laughs> and I was like, Can I have it? And he's like, Yeah, this thing's brand new in the box. So I it up, there's a printer there with printer
1: paper. That was a $3,000 Yeah, Yeah. And, and, and
0: I mean, this thing's brand new. And I get a disc for the man. And like I said, I. <clears throat> Me and Lance Childress would sit, and I'd type stuff constantly. I'd do my own little magazine about ghosts and UFOs and stuff like that, and I'd, I'd write scripts for movies, and I'd, sit and I'd write and stuff on it all the time. He used to play the, the karate game, like the kung fu game that was an arcade game. They had the, the version of it that was on there, and I had a, a chess game. And um, I'd sit and play that stuff constantly. And then I just kind of quit messing with it. So I had this head started on everybody, and then I just I mean, quit messing with it. it. go by the <side>. Then after I spent, like, my whole senior year of high school at the vocational school with Scotty Stamper on a computer repair and technology and networking and, and went back as an adult student and went and got a job in it Worked for about three months, never looked back. Now I'm lucky to turn on a computer. <laughs> <laughs> I had all these opportunities to be. But, you know, like, there's no way my daughter could imagine, because I can think we've had Internet almost her whole life. Like, when we didn't have internet, she was so little. Like, because when we first got married, we couldn't afford internet at the house, but we had internet at my mom's house or Rachel's mom's house. But, like, we didn't have internet at the house when we first got married. So up to about five or six, we probably didn't have internet. But from then on, Katie's had internet her whole life. Right. My son, like, he's had an iPad in his face his whole life. Like, he's never going to know what it's like to not have internet. Like, that's It's it's a strange thought, and it's kind of tragic in a way, you know. It is. Like, but I I get kind (laughs) of... I'm kind of torn on that one because, like, I wouldn't get to talk to you all at all. Like uh, Jeremy, I see Jeremy, but like I haven't seen—I, uh, d- Eric's funeral, maybe the last time I seen you. Yeah, seen and that's, been, that's a been a long well time back. ago. Mm-hmm. And Joey, you know, I think I've seen you twice in probably the last two three years.
3: Yeah, run into me at Walmart. You know? I'll look at you from
0: around the corner, kind of follow you, somewhere you're not looking. But other than that, like,
3: we don't hardly ever see each other. That's yeah. what I did with Josh for years, man. He just disappeared and. I'd see him out with his, you know, new wife, and I'd be jealous and just follow him everywhere they went. Well, when we come
0: up with this, the idea of this, you know, I would kind of message Joey on the side of There's no way Josh is going to do this. We've spent years <laughs> and years of just, on, you know, tagging him in everything and acting <laughs> like he's so above us and won't talk to us. I was like, there's no way. This guy has to hate us, but there's no way he's going to come do this. Because <laughs> I put hashtag or tagged the uh, Josh White on <laughs> almost everything I posted <laughs> for probably two or three years. Yes. Ever yes. every single post anybody
3: listening, he made listen to every like, single one. He wouldn't even like respond. He just <laughs> how do you <laughs> respond like, to something like that? He wasn't even on there, he it <laughs> <laughs> would get to
0: the point that me and Joe would just see how many times we could tag you <laughs> in the comments <laughs> of a post and we would just do it Non-stop, like that's what my day was. Like, I mean, I'm lucky I didn't get fired because that's what I've done at work a lot of times. That's probably why they laid me off. Like, oh, that's, that's Josh a, that's White kid. Just get rid of him. That's all he does. So somebody that. call this Josh
2: White. Bring him in here. We need. <laughs> you know. Let's get this guy. He must be something. But <laughs> no. Now, how do you
0: respond to something like that? <laughs> you know.
2: With
3: I'd be flattered. Nobody ever does me like that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we don't, nobody likes us to the job. <laughs> we're, we're those people that, you know, Jeremy and Josh, are they're decent human beings. They <laughs> avoid us.
1: Well, sometimes.
2: Define <laughs>
0: decent.
3: <laughs> uh, well I'm a the type of guy you this. see at Walmart and everybody's just like, oh, look, it's him. And they turn <laughs> and walk the other way. Away <laughs> from a distance and just keep running on truck. I used to think
0: that that was like an exaggeration because I've heard people like, you know, you see it all the time. And people are getting so bad like... <clears throat> They'll avoid people in public and not want to talk to people and not want to, you yeah. know, like they'll go out of their way. I'm like, oh, but I, I'm not. I'll yell at you from three, you know, three hours down. I'm like, hey, come here, yeah, you know. Yeah. And I was like, that can't be possible. No, people do that. Like, I see people yeah, avoid Peter, me yeah. all Peter, time. Peter, People that have known
1: each other their entire lives will actively avoid one another in the grocery store and stuff now. And that is so strange.
0: Well, I, like, I mean, people do me that way all the time, but like, I understand.
3: Well, everybody wants to be like part of my Facebook because all I do is like stupid stuff and get put in Facebook jail. You and did stuff. have some <laughs> of the best and, Like, on like I, now, I go through the drive-through, at, like McDonald's, and, and the manager's like, "Hey, man, you been in Facebook jail lately?" And I'm like, "No, not lately." <laughs> and I mean, like, <laughs> like Josh said, how do you how do you respond to that? You know, <laughs> are you out of Facebook jail yet? And you're like, no, well, I've you been in,
0: I've been in real jail. You know, but, like I
3: see <laughs> these people out on the street. And they won't talk to me. They're just like, oh, it's seems Because they've read your Facebook posts. It's <laughs> yeah, like they yeah. like yeah. have to post
1: those Britt Kavanaugh memes all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that's the guy that makes Brad Holland. Er, Brad wild. Holland, you oh, know, oh, want to oh, kill oh. himself.
3: That's the <laughs> wild guy. <laughs> <laughs> do you still have Brad alone, Yeah. On. <laughs> he's going to this I love him. Him. He's gonna be listening. best guy He's going to be really He's going to say it's stupid, but I still love him. He's a good guy. We all love Brad. We do. Yeah. I did delete him off Facebook. Well, uh, I did
0: block him, but that's beside the point. Like he's a good dude. Like it's nice, <laughs> I, just, I, d- I don't like. want to argue. I, d- I just I really don't want
3: to argue. D- the, d- d- the dude's an encyclopedia
1: of like eighties trivia and stuff. Oh, I, I, like, he, he's, he would be a shoe in for this sort of thing. He's that's
0: he's a a, he's a good dude. Like I can yeah, sit he's and talk to like, him in person. I just can't uh, do it on can't do it
3: on. Facebook. Apparently, he's got like a collection of like old VHS tapes too. Like one of the biggest collections ever. He's got some great stuff.
0: Like, yeah, some great. I've seen some of like he's got some. So anybody listening,
3: this and they know him. Need some trivia? You know, yeah. can't think of a dude's name in a B class horror movie? You know, just give him a call. <laughs> just
2: don't ask him, you know, about the new Green Deal or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. don't yeah. don't, talk don't ask him about his home county <laughs> no. or Polly. because that's, yeah. oh. that's the
0: one that got me. We couldn't Jesus. we couldn't jive on that.
1: One. Do not mention the Trail Ride under <laughs> any circumstances oh. so. or the Gingerbread <laughs> Festival or anything. <laughs> we that goes have a Trail away. Ride. <laughs> Look,
0: I. <laughs> Uh, let's not go down that rabbit hole. No, we, <laughs> let's
1: no. we are way <laughs> off track. <laughs> there's
0: there's there is no track
1: here. We're from really right to the Knock <laughs> county trail ride.
0: Yeah. That <laughs>
2: that That's Brad Holmwood thinks about Rick Brad, what do you think about Recruit? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> <laughs>
3: you know. Comment on you know our uh, review page on iTunes and let us know, Brad. We know you're going to listen to this.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Well, I yeah, he probably. I think he subscribes to my YouTube page, I'll probably put this up on YouTube. And then I've subscribed to his. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: so you know, we're the only four that's going to be listening to this, anyway. It's probably no. no. But, Brad, if no. you're listening,
1: write the check, too. I want to make my wife listen to it, so there's going to be at least five.
2: Uh, I'll need proof I was here tonight, anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> you guys know Tyler Ramey, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Me and Tyler Ramey used to play in a band together back in, right around oh four oh five, and... Back in the MySpace days, and we had a web show. We'd set up a web camera, and every Saturday night, we'd do a web show. We'd s- you know, stream it li- on live on Ustream, and then we'd put the link on MySpace. We'd mm. do it every And I, my wife would constantly listen because she would. This one would be a lot more PG than that one was. But. It'll surprise you who will listen, especially if people don't like you. So, me and Joey are probably going to bring in a lot of listeners. We're going to get a lot no, of listeners. Nobody's coming for you guys, but me and Joey going to bring in a
3: lot of listeners. Random fact about Tyler, you might not know, when he was like in kindergarten or first grade. Yeah, he's like extremely short. And that might be why his rat tail looks so long, but he had a rat tail. Like, man, it was like <laughs> almost blow his butt cheek. I mean, like. I think it was huge. Wow. Yes. I mean, he was short, but still, I mean. <laughs> it was like a 2 rat tail, but yeah. still.
0: <laughs> I see, I've seen a couple of like, those are coming back. I've seen oh, those. really? Yeah, rat tails are. I have one. I, was I did too. Are, are they
3: rat tails or are they like the one? you know, the little gray <laughs> no, they are legit rat
0: tails. There's one where you work at. There's a legit rat tail. Probably uh-huh. about, you know, there's, there's a legit, and I mean, it's like this song, it's sweet. Like hmm. it's, They're wider now than these. Like, you know, like mine was kind of <laughs> Mine was about like that, but, like, they, they get up to that now. But I've seen quite a few of them. Yeah. I had old really man Barber. From that to that, to that, to that to that with
2: his <laughs> On this <Yeah>.
0: hand, <laughs> it went from here to here <laughs> on the no-thumb hand. He, he's
3: got a nub and, a, and his index finger, and he's going back and forth in contrast.
1: We'll add Show video it. at some point. When we can afford it.
3: Yeah, my old uh, barber, man, I ain't going to mention his name. I think he's still cutting hair, and he should be, like, 150 by now. <laughs> but uh, you'd tell him, like, don't cut the rat's tail, and he'd cut it every time. Like, I told you not to. He's like, oh, I'm sorry about that. Thank <laughs> you. <parents laughs> I, I, I think he just really hated her. Her dad was yeah. back there going, do it. <laughs>
1: I had one for years, and the only reason I kept it was because the girls would braid it in class.
0: <laughs> that's a solid plan, that It I was really a very
1: <laughs> solid plan. It worked.
0: <laughs> I still remember good. it
1: like thirty some years later. So that's a testament <laughs> to how effective it was.
0: The I loved, times. I loved mine. <laughs> but I was watching a video of my son the other day on YouTube, and it's kids react or something like that. And um, it's going through and it's showing these kids and showing them like one of them was Sonic the Hedgehog, but the other one was the first Mario game. And they're actually having to play it on an NES. And one kid has a member's jacket on. uh, Members only jacket. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm a little too young to, like, I I remember them, but we were poor, so, like, I didn't have them at that point in my life. So, like, I don't know if they were, how much longer they made it, but, like, everything's coming back. Everything's coming full circle. Well, you know, I've got
2: a daughter at 16, and all she listens to is 80s music on vinyl. I've got a daughter. My daughter's 21, she listens to horrible music.
1: Among the uh, younger demographic. Yeah, I mean, like I, as a collector myself, I notice things like that, and yeah. uh, it is that generation, that Generation Z age group, that is keeping the vinyl community afloat right now. As odd as that is to to imagine. Yeah,
2: that is weird. I mean, because you know, it used to be you know she'd want like iPod or you know something like that, you know, MP3 player type things. But now you know she, her birthday, her sixteenth birthday, her sweet sixteenth birthday, record player like a record player really you know and then she asked for all these different records and i'm like are you serious that makes me feel old i swear it does yeah you know but you know the thing about that is now now that everything's coming back like that you know you can find all these old classic albums now back on re-released on on vinyl yeah like i I was just walking by walmart you know earlier today and they had injustice for all on vinyl in walmart
1: Mm -hmm. absolutely you know absolutely it's just weird seeing records in walmart Right, yeah, that's. I love it, don't get me wrong. <laughs> you know, I've been into that for over 10 years now, but uh, it's just so amazing to see and to think back to when we were kids when you would see 45s on the yeah. music racks and stuff, and uh, and to to see it now, like I said, it's just an amazing thing. Yeah, and, and to add to that, too,
2: if you walk through Walmart right this second, you'll see a big bin in the middle of the aisle full of $5 CDs. Right. The CDs cast into a big bin, you know? Uh huh. But in a place of prominence on the shelf, on the wall, or the
1: yeah, <laughs> Right yeah. right beside of Pac-Man arcade games. <laughs> you know, like, what's going it's on? It's bizarre, but I love it.
0: <laughs> it's you, I mean, there's a, actually a record store in Letcher County. Mm-hmm. Remember yeah. Lacey Hill? Lacey Hill, yeah. her and yeah, her husband Lacey. run a record store, and it's been there for, like, a couple of years. Was it called roundabout?
4: Not roundabout? Roundabout
3: Music. Uh, see,
2: Lacey, now you owe us a check. Yeah, so. oh, yeah, that's a, I need to
3: keep hey, y'all, go, <laughs> y'all go check out, what would you say, Roundabout? <laughs> roundabout uh, round Music.
0: Yeah. But, now, they do some live shows, their local shows. Wadsburg's got a neat little area there, though. Like They've got a lot of little stuff over on right there. Yeah.
3: Where would that be located at? I don't
0: well, you know where the tattoo shop is? What we yeah. were talking about the, the parlor room. Right, your us. Yeah. Um It's literally <laughs> right on that corner, right from there. It's so right you at the roundabout. Go, yeah, you can go from the parlor room to roundabout music and it's in one a stop. Neat little store, <laughs>
1: neat little store, man. they got local artwork there and uh just about any vinyl record you want. I've gone in there looking for some pretty specific things before, and they've had it at a decent price. So you can't beat it if you're into that sort of thing.
2: You know, you know, helping local people too at the same time. Absolutely. So and good, good. people too. You know, I, I've yes. known Lacey for a long time. I think she's actually a distant cousin, if Mom tells me correctly. But
0: so I mean, the check could even be a little bit bigger that way. <laughs> <laughs> you see, <laughs> yeah.
2: You know, since you know you're family and I have loved you a little bit. Here, <laughs>
0: If this ever goes national, no one will know what we're talking about, but <laughs> <laughs> we're making our money. Could you can. imagine
1: somebody in California listening to us talking about Whitesburg and stuff like that?
0: <laughs> no, I think the name alone would trigger <laughs> Whitesburg. That would trigger him. Possibly. I'd, I mean, they would have come up with some reason why that's a horrible name and it would trigger him. But and if some
2: guy in California is like, why is that guy going on about Bobby Eaton for some reason? You yeah, know, then yeah, I
0: think we've hit gold. Everybody <laughs> in California knows about beautiful Bobby Eaton. I'm <laughs> 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 <else would> assuming. <laughs> <laughs> James E. Cornette made all them guys famous.
3: <laughs> there you go. Did you ever watch that? He went through the drive-through down there somewhere. That was like <laughs> went was crazy. Oh, yeah, went yeah, crazy. Oh my yeah. god! Man. Yeah, <laughs> like, that that was like one of the greatest things I ever seen in my life.
0: He has a podcast you need to listen to because he goes off like that every time.
3: It is wonderful. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, I'll be honest with you. The first podcast I ever listened to was yours. <laughs> like. You know the <laughs> first one you put on, I'm like, I gotta <laughs> see what we're getting ourselves into. There's like, some good ones out there, man. Joe oh, Rogan yeah. has an amazing podcast. Yeah, everybody <laughs> talks about Joe Rogan's, but I just, you know, it's.
0: I mean, like, they're three and four hours long, and I listen to it. podcasts have taken over TV for me. Like, I don't really watch TV anymore. When I'm in a vehicle in the mornings, going to work or going somewhere, like if it's early in the morning, it's generally a podcast. It's either usually Joe Rogan, something to wrestle with Bruce Pritchard, or <coughs> We're at Appalachia. There's some people from up around, uh, <coughs> I believe, Sourysville. They've got an interesting podcast. And then I'll listen to that. And then on the way home, it's usually music. And that's just kind of how I bounce out. But even sitting at the house, I, I'll get on YouTube and watch Joe Rogan on, on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, Joe Rogan, he may have – like he's working on Kanye West hard. like, And it'll honestly be a good – it'll be one of the few times everyone here what Kanye West has to say. But, it, you know, he'll have – a physicist on one day, and a microbiologist the next day, and then a UFC fighter the day after that, and then Sturgill Simpson two days after that. Like it, it, the mix is so eclectic of, of people he's got, and it's it's always a good show. Like it's it's always worth watching.
4: Watching or listening, listening
0: to? <laughs> I watch it just as much because he puts each episode like he does it himself, so it's a good quality feed. He puts every episode on YouTube, hmm. and he's got video. I mean, you know, he's. He's probably the king of podcasts right now. He's got the, you know, he's yeah, got the best setup,
1: And he has such an expansive knowledge about anything. Like, as diverse as his uh, guests are, he can carry a conversation yes. with them regarding anything from particle physics to religion to politics <laughs> yeah. to UFC to anything in between. It, it's he, he don't. it's he, amazing.
0: He sit down with Neil deGrasse Tyson, and he doesn't sound stupid. Like, he, he can carry his part of the conversation. Like, you don't really expect that from Joe Rogan. Like, I'm not. Huge on his stand up. Um, I wasn't <coughs> crazy about news radio. I, you know, <laughs> how I come across it, I don't know, but like, I really I love his podcast, it's great.
3: I never didn't know that he was an MMA fighter till years after he done Fear Factor. You know? yeah. Well,
0: you, you know, I remer- I don't remember him from Fear Factor. Like, that movie that show grossed me out. Like, I can't stand and watch people eat <laughs> weird yeah, stuff. I wasn't a fan, it's not as gross as. Messages I get from Joey,
1: (laughs) (laughs) but it's they're (laughs) all pars.
0: No, no. look, you all get then You all get they don't know. No, no, they don't get
3: them. I won't send them. (laughs) I definitely won't send them to Josh.
0: My (laughs) day has been ruined so many times. So many days I've woke up just like, Man, this is my day. This everything's great. This sky's blue, the birds are singing. Kids are healthy. Everything's awesome. Huh. Oh, Joe-Joe jo sent me a message. Just look at this. And then, like, you can just see the life. Me, my favorite Rachel's like, did you read another one of Joe's messages? I'm like, yeah, I watched <laughs> the video. Like, it just starts out as such an innocent video. And then by the end, you're like, oh, man. Like, you don't, like, it's a good thing I don't suffer from depression. Because if I did, like, you could have triggered me numerous times. Like, it's, it's not safe. Like, don't, don't.
3: But you, know, you want to see it. You want you like you can't help it. You yeah, can't people help say, it. "Why do you send that?" Or "Why do you look at that?" I'm like, "I ain't the one looking it up. I'm not going to Google and searching this stuff. They send it to me. It ruins my day. <laughs> I send it on other people. You've Got to pay it it's forward, so don't you? John. That's right. Why do we
0: watch it when you send it? You can't. It's like a car wreck. It's like you a can't look wreck away. Man, it's no, actually, it's, it's a lot worse than a car it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah, that's for a completely that's that's not for a podcast that's for a therapy session yeah that's yeah we don't when do you and i end up having to go <laughs> to group therapy that'll <laughs> be the other other four horsemen
2: <laughs> well luckily for both of you i'll be a therapist in december so.
1: that is right yeah that's awesome. Jojo needs you bad, and as, I need you as a result as of Jojo. You got me.
0: Like be prepared, you're gonna have to experience what I experienced to understand how far right. gone he is. And uh, so I'm
3: just gonna start sending the videos to him and let him to get a head story. You know, I would this wait is his you're gonna be dealing with on because a he
0: may back out. <laughs> no, he may just he may just call an audible and be like, Look, I mean, I know Burger King's hiring, and I can't deal with this. You know, there's like dark
3: humor, and then there's like. My
0: George humor, Ordinary. yeah, <laughs> it's
3: its own but yeah. You can't like it. It is very hard to offend me. And It has happened a few times in my life, and sadly, I can't say it on podcast what it was. But you know, I've been offended a few times. That's that's just it's hard to do. It really is.
0: I don't know that I get offended. Like you, you don't offend me, but like it's hard to eat sometimes. Like, <laughs> yeah. like someone, like I mean. I, I don't ever look at anything and go, like, you know, if it's to the point of like it would normally offend people, I go, Huh, there's people like that out there. It's kinda funny. But then the th- like again, we can't we can't there's we can't do it justice
3: here. My job is what's done it to me and because I, I, everybody I work with gets my humor. <laughs> you know, but then I accidentally I it. send it I to somebody <laughs> on the other side and I send it and they're like, What? And I'm like, sorry, <laughs> my bad. <laughs> didn't mean I, that I
0: get it, that's what makes me feel bad about myself <laughs> I'll just, some, cause sometimes I'll read it and I'll laugh and I'll show it to my wife and that's my my moral barometer I'll be like, look at this and if she laughs, I'm like, oh god we gotta spend less time together, I'm ruining you and then if she don't laugh, I'm like, I'm still a horrible person you <laughs> all have but probably
3: okay. missed a lot of posts that I've actually posted my wife looks at it and goes no, no, delete it <laughs> so I have to go back and like delete it <laughs> Post-wise,
0: with Facebook, I'm pretty good because like, I write it, read it, then delete it and just go on.
3: Because like, I just,
0: I, can't, I, don't have the energy anymore. You got more energy, than I, do. I don't have the energy.
3: Hey, I just, I love making people think. And like, if they get on there and they read something, they go, "Ugh!" I have to tell somebody I'm offended by that.
0: They're not. Thinking. Then I just let They're them just fight. Offended.
3: You know, and just let them, let them argue, and I sit back and laugh. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. I But you know, it was like I can't believe you said that and I'm like, "Huh, oh, you know
0: I sneak in with a little with a little gif and I sneak back out. That's <laughs> that's what it may be a meme here and there. I just can't I don't know, dude. I can't I I don't I don't have the I don't have the patience for it. Like I people aren't gonna think they're not gonna change their mind, they're not gonna be fair. So If
3: people wouldn't reward me with, Hey man, you're really funny, even like people like they go to church a lot of stuff. They they private message me. They don't like or comment or anything. They're just like, "Hey, you are hilarious. Don't let nobody take you down." You know. So I'm like, "That's not right. what they say around me." Like I'm gonna turn it up a little bit and see what I can do. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but I have got some. Hey, you're gonna to go to hell for that. You need to stop. <laughs> you are. Trust me. I've seen them. <laughs> I send
1: stuff to you on private messenger that I'm afraid to post myself, hoping that you'll post it. <laughs> I think a I lot mean, of people I I do, do that. that. I do that a
0: lot. And yeah, the I thing is, I'll hey, send it, and then I'll look at it again, and I'm like, that's nowhere near offensive enough for Joey. I might as well just go ahead and post it because it's not. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we know, like, we just talking about Lacey. Her, her brother Jonathan does me like it all the time. He sends me all kinds of stuff, and I think he knows I'll post it. <laughs> so... Uh, which I probably should have called him out like that because he's probably be like, no, don't tell nobody, but you know Well
0: they don't know which ones. You ex- you 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 offend on so many different fronts. It could be anything. See
2: you, know? see, you really see what's actually going on here. You're a mean mule. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That, that's what's happening. They're mule and they're memes through. There's you, so many right? when you yeah. go to Facebook jail, you know, <laughs> they're getting you <know>, Scott Free. <laughs> he's he's all keistering the mean for
3: it.
4: This broke
0: down an hour in. <laughs> there is no wrestling. It is all Keister and memes. But that's okay. <laughs> See? This all is the we stuff need. we like. All we needed <laughs> was, that, was, that, was that wrestling to get us started. And yeah. then the real us came out. Yeah, that's that
2: pretty much it. We're all a little more comfortable now than we were <laughs> yeah. an hour
1: ago, I think.
3: Except for me, I have to go to the bathroom. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be here, brother. He's going to look
2: for memes. I've already
0: made that run. I have to. <laughs> oh, I have the bladder of small children. I can't. I can't make it very long. <laughs> all
2: right. So okay. So I
0: got a question for you guys here.
2: So bringing it back to wrestling, so we don't, you know, offend Joey anymore. <laughs> so you know, I, I know you guys. You know, if you keep up the wrestling a little bit, you've heard of AEW, oh. all elite wrestling.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I'm. I'm definitely curious because, like. Even, like, you kind of turned me on NXT a little bit. Like, I watch some NXT stuff because mm-hmm. there's the, the chance for there to be a good company out there. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't – I'll read the articles when they come out. I've learned to never read the comments because, wow, wrestling fans are harsh. harsh yes. People. They're Joey-level harsh. But, <laughs> like, the one thing I've seen a lot that I do agree with, until there's kind of a TV deal and a good TV deal, yeah, there I don't know how much of a difference it's going to make. And I don't think – I don't think that the WWE is going to fight them too hard or, like, even worry about them too much at first because I think they need the competition. I think they've realized that. Well, they compi- can't be their own competition. No. And and just not the they've
2: proved that since about 2001. Yeah. That they can't be their own competition. There's never been actual competition for Vince since, you know, he bought WCW.
0: You yeah. know, TNA came along, and it looked like they were going to kind of be something. They could have. All. If they would have handled things differently, they could have never been WCW level. But they could have at least. Now, when they moved to Monday nights to go head-to-head – Mm-hmm. Do you remember the action? Like they did, they moved. Yeah, Monday they moved. Night. Like they were not in a position to do that at that time. I can't understand that move to save my life. No, but the the thing with with AEW that the only thing that worries me. Like I think Cody Rhodes is an amazing wrestler. Like he's very entertaining and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if he's a top guy. Maybe if you leave him in that element with around guys like Bullet Club guys, guys like that, maybe he is that level guy. I don't know, but. <coughs> To, to me, I worry that there's a lot of those Kenny Omega type guy like to me those guys have good matches mm-hmm. with the right people, but they're gonna have to bring in some more established names. I mean they you just you have to do that. Yeah. And those guys don't sell a lot of stuff. Like they're bad to no sell stuff, like right. you know, and, and I wonder how much that's gonna impact <laughs> the,
2: well, the product. I, you know, but even if it, nothing else I'm hoping it actually brings Form of competition, you know, because that makes you know, because when WCW, you know, came about and really you know had Vince against the
0: ropes, that's when Vince shone, you know, that's when yeah. he started to shine. I think it definitely stands the possibility of benefit <laughs> of benefiting the industry. And I mean, if you want to get technical, I would, I'm not hundred percent sure, but I'd say if you check the dates right around the time that WCW got big enough to kind of compete with WWF. And even probably sometime in that, Dusty was probably running WCW at that point in time. Mm -hmm. So you know his dad was running. You know, but there was a love hate issue there too. Like, you know, to me, I always kind of even when I was little, like, and and that's when it happened when they brought in Dusty and the Polka Dots. Like, I always kind of thought they was kind of poking fun because I remembered Dusty enough from the magazines to know this is one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. And like, I didn't like. I don't think they (laughs) gave him a horrible push, but it didn't give him much, you know, which he was older, you know, but of course, Ric Flair's 107, you know, and (laughs) probably still wrestling for the title. Tomorrow, in certain companies, like, but I don't think that they used Cody, right, because Cody's obviously done a whole lot outside. Mm -hmm. I've also seen very little outside of there. But now, Goldust, to me, I thought Goldust got a really big push. If you go back and look at all the opportunities they give Goldust, he just kept getting high. Like, that was the problem. Like, he kept messing it up. They give him a really good push. Yeah. And, and and he is at least a memorable wrestler. I mean, we've talked about him twice. <laughs> He's more memorable than Dustin Rhodes. You know, <laughs> that that incarnation didn't right. make it very far. But it all really depends with him, you know,
2: because they're two biggest stars to have, you know. Chris Jericho, of course, you know, everybody knows Jericho. You know, anybody even with a passing, you know, like a passing knowledge wrestler knows who Chris Jericho is. And the other guy being one of the Japanese guys, Kenny Omega, of course he's Canadian, but he made his career in Japan, you know, yep. and he's probably he's probably hands down probably one of the two or three best wrestlers in the world, legitimately. You know, but those are your two main guys, so you're going to have to build your company around those two guys. Cody can't come in and expect himself to be the world champion right away, you know.
0: I, I don't think he's a very believable world champion for a long time. No. I think Kenny Omega is, and I think people are going to expect him to be. <laughs> right. But I think you almost have to start with Jericho. But Jericho doesn't do anything but make you stronger. Like it, it makes a stronger company. Right. But that's going to be had, you know, and you know,
2: if you read a few of the rumor sites, maybe go on Reddit, you know, and um, Jordan's dragging me with a nice little bird.
3: <laughs> okay. Excuse me, guys.
2: What was I saying again? <laughs> so you know, rumor is a lot of the uh, WWE locker room right now
0: is looking for the release. You know, just the other day, the revival. You know, I wonder how much of that's true though. There's so many guys. I'd say there's always people. How right. I many people that got signed? I'd say there's always people looking for a release.
2: You know, it also could very well be, you know, just, you know, leverage, you know, to get, you know, better contract through events or whatever, you know. But it makes you wonder, you know, if this is true and people are out there, you know, asking for the release to go work for another company, you know, it could, you know, give us as wrestling fans a little hope that, you know, we're going to get something out of the WWE norm. Something good's got to
0: come from it. Yeah, I mean,
2: you know, because maybe they'll start listening, you know, and maybe, you know, not push, you know, wrestler A or wrestler B down our throats and maybe
0: give wrestler C a push for a while. And maybe, like you was talking earlier about them being, you know, they're back to being a a G-rated show. Like, it's not that you you don't need – the violence is what gets a lot of that R rating. And, like, you do need some of that violence, Mm -hmm. and they've taken that out by – they can't sh- get color. They can't bleed at all. And right. like, there's, lo- they've taken a lot of that out. And like, even though it's fake, that has a lot to do with storytelling. But mm-hmm. Stone Cold could not make it on Raw right now. There's no way if you brought right, Stone Cold is his prime back to r- like, no, because even you they don't need to run it in the ground with that because that's what happened the first time they run it in the ground. And I mean, it's literally see what we the right to center That's where that the whole group come from is mm-hmm. they were getting sued every time they turn around right. by a group with a similar name. So you know. You don't have to run underground, but if if somebody would come out with something that was a little more adult, which it goes in cycles. Like it started out as more of a (coughs) a childish like thing, and and then the storylines got more adult, and then it's went back. I think it goes in a cycle. I think it's coming back around to that because I think you had all these fans that started at a younger age, grew up with it, and now Mm -hmm. they're going back and catching younger. Look, the dude's evidently McMahon's a genius because I mean he. You know, he took on the well, he literally took on the world. Like it was yeah. all territorial wrestling before him mm-hmm. and, and he you know, he changed everything.
3: Yeah, but I think some we can touch base with and the reason why I really don't like wrestling nowadays, well, besides the storylines, is the announcers. Oh yes. The announcing yes. absolutely just flat out is no good. No heart. I, I don't oh know God, if we it could ever change that. Like if, if that
0: it would be hard for people like us because it's either Jr. and King. For me, like it's Bobby Heenan. Like mm-hmm. and a lot of people, like a lot of people, you know. I, I, there's people I know feel that way, but I know a lot of people disagree with that. Like it's all King and Jr. for them. I think Jr. is amazing. I think King's funny. But that was another reason why I like WCW. I think Bobby Heenan is the funniest non-comedian I've ever
2: yeah, heard true, in my life. Sure. You I know had that really quick wait, Yeah. You know,
3: you know I mean like they actually even though you know it's fake and you're watching it and you know whatever the announcers always put you right in the action. Right. You know they had like like you said heart. They had mm-hmm. they wanted you to feel it, but now they nowadays it's like they're reading off a script. And it's like that's pretty much. You it. know they have no. I don't know. It, it just ain't got a no heart, man. Well, they really were for a
0: long time because yeah. McMahon was always in their ear, in their earpiece, tell him And I think yeah. he still is. I've heard that's one of the few things he still has to do. He does with wrestling. You know, so they're going by McMahon. I think McMahon's got kind of a touch.
2: Would, half the time he would ignore that too. When yeah. he was, he'd, he'd be just like, say something about his butt, Jr. And then he'd just keep talking. Like Jr. I said, talk about his butt, <laughs> but. But, you know, if you look back, even back to the early days of, like, you know, Georgia Championship Wrestling and stuff like that, Florida, you know, the announcers, you know, like Gordon Soley, they got you invested in a match on TV. You know, something big happened. You could tell in their voice and the way they registered and everything. Like, you know, something major's happening. I need to pay attention. But now, you know, something big happens on Raw, and Michael Cole's like, wow, vintage Kurt Angle, you know. How does that get me into anything?
0: Wow. Yeah. You know? And you I've know. heard a, a lot of like, I've heard a lot of guys, especially Bruce Prichar, being one of the inside guys that say that Michael Cole was really good at his job, but he doesn't get to do. And I don't know because I don't really listen to him. I wasn't crazy about him when he first started mm-hmm. because it was different. I don't know that I could ever make that change. Like <clears throat> Tony Schiavone, I always liked. I was like King and Jr. I got used to McMahon because he was there so long. I won't say I didn't like him. Man, maneuver. Yeah. <laughs> like McMahon was he was so grandiose and in the way he done things like it was a little over the top but you know, I guess I got used to it. But I don't know I don't know, it'd be hard for me. It'd have to be somebody I knew, you know. Um it's guys that the guys that just took the hardest lick I wish could like Jake the Snake, psychology wise greatest wrestler of mm-hmm. all the time. I think he would make an amazing announcer. But I don't I don't ever see him being able to do that. Either. And, you know, like I say,
2: you know, if Michael Cole is a talented, you know, maybe he needs to unplug that headpiece for just a few minutes and just call the match the way it's supposed to be. Get us invested in it for some reason, you know, other than, you know. that Give us something, Mikey. Come on, you know. <laughs>
0: that would give the new company something to strive for because that, that's definitely something they got to fix. And, you know, they've, you know and they've got guys in that company that could be that. You know, Moro,
2: yeah. Ronaldo. You know, when he was doing SmackDown, I mean, he was incredible. Kind of reminds you old school JR. You I
0: know or I you gotta know. be frank, like I've not I've not given them a chance. I don't remember the two guys that was doing NXT. I can't remember who it was. What well, Moro's doing it right now? It, it's it's so good. Like it's was. it's. But that's the problem. Like that's not the top brand, and it's better than everything they're doing everywhere else. Mm-hmm. The stories are better. The athletes seem to be better. The announcers seem to be better. It seems to be better than everything they're doing everywhere else. You know. Well, I, th- I think part of it too is, you know, now that, you know,
2: Vince, you know, in the WWE's nationally traded, you know, they have stockholders and answer to, sponsors, you know, corporate things, you know, and they just kind of try to keep things as homogenized as possible.
0: I think they just need to learn to offend people. They yeah. need JoJo there for about a yeah, week. Yeah, let
2: JoJo, let him run the oh creator yeah.
3: for a few minutes. Yeah, hey, I can do that.
2: Yeah, <laughs> bring him in. <laughs> I watch that. You know. That's,
0: I mean, you watch it quick because it's yeah, not going right, to last long. you not going to last
3: long. <laughs> I'm definitely <laughs> not PC. The know, amount of lawsuits
0: that. just from what he sent to people on the roster <laughs> 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 in their Facebook. <laughs> meet one, I need everybody's Facebook Messenger account. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be sending you some work-related stuff. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: hey, I've toned it down a lot since you know yesterday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: since this morning. No, my last one wasn't bad. I don't believe. No, I've I'm done. I've to done really what my good. Last one was. No, I don't believe my last message was all that bad. Like, I mean, I couldn't I show it I to normal it. people, but, like, people like me wouldn't
3: be offended by it. It, w- it was the whipped cream. I'm just going to say uh, that.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that, one, like that one I don't even consider bad. Like, that's that's normal. Like, it was, um, yeah, I've not had a real bad one. That was entertaining. Yeah, I've know. not had a real bad one in a while. <laughs> as soon as Josh gets his, as <laughs> soon as he gets his degree, <laughs> his graduation you present just... <laughs> unload on yeah, it. Here's th- what I've been thinking about all day: <laughs> video after
2: <laughs> video yeah. after video. That'd be the quickest anybody's ever been a therapist and quit. You know, screw <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, this.
4: It's not worth the out. money.
3: <laughs> oh goodness. Fun times.
0: Fun
2: times. Good times. Good times. Too, it's yeah.
3: <laughs> I was just <laughs> reflecting on some of the videos.
0: <laughs> <laughs> some of them have damaged me emotionally. But that's okay. Well, I think that's a pretty good first episode.
1: I think We're so. an I hour agree. and 20 minutes. Really a lot of fun, actually. Not uh, bad at all. Not bad.
0: So, we'll put this up. It'll be on, well, if you're hearing it, you'll be hearing it off of iTunes, because that's the only place I know how to put it right now. And then I'll also probably embed it. There's a website and all that good stuff that I probably should have looked up beforehand that this will show up on. Yeah. So on Um But I'd have to figure out how to tell you how to get there. So look for it on iTunes if you've heard. Or if you're listening to it on iTunes, it'll probably be on YouTube, too. I'll probably go ahead and put it on YouTube. Just convert the audio, maybe put a picture of JoJo, something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Something to to draw on the ladies. Um, (laughs) Yeah. One more time with the sponsors, uh, Deathless Forge, uh, homemade, local-made, um... Forging and stuff, uh blacksmith stuff. I can usually explain that a lot better. But I've done so many <laughs> test shows that have not panned out for the other podcasts that I just give up hope and, and like my training thought is gone. Hopefully this one has recorded and worked right. But uh, Deathless Forge, uh, they do ship. They have an Eps, Etsy shop. Uh, look them up on Facebook or on Etsy. Uh, Chain Reaction BJJ. Uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and Hazard. Uh, check them out at chainreactionbjj.com. And uh, then we'd like to thank Hot Rods Pizza for letting us come in and take over and make a mess in their back room. Um, they're in Hyman, Kentucky, so it's Hot Rods Pizza, and number 785-0055. And um, hopefully by the time this one's up and going, uh, another week or so we can get in and do another one and keep this going. So like, subscribe, tell everybody about it, subscribe on YouTube. Share um, if somebody, if you didn't like it, find somebody you don't like and tell them about it. <laughs> and then they can be, you know, you can waste their day and waste their time. So, yeah. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. Thank you guys for coming out and doing no this with me. Hey, absolutely. Uh, see you guys next time.